to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Oh, what a strike, Club America! Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. I'm your host, Ivan, and today we're going to be recapping, not recapping, excuse me, previewing everything you need to know ahead of this matchup that would end the regular season for America, which is against Juarez. And joining me today to talk all things Club America in English, it is none other than Chris Rivera himself. Chris, how are you, my friend? Good man. Waiting for the NFL draft as today. I'm sure me and Dylan are gonna be talking a lot about it in the group chat. But other than that, you know, good very good, man. Very sunny day today in California. Very sunny, very warm, and indeed uh, a day for all football fanatics to come together and try to draw their best team possible. So uh well wish you and Dylan the best of luck. I know you guys are gonna be very vested in that. So uh We'll see what happens. And if any of our listeners are also participating in something like that, uh, let, let Chris and, and Dylan know exactly how you guys went. And I know Christian's going to be doing that, too. Yeah. And by the way, we're not an Eagle, Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, know. <laughs> I don't know why it is that. And you know what the funniest thing is? I, I, I kind of wanted them to win the Super Bowl this last one because I had something very funny lined up. So I was going to make a graphic of... Uh, uh, of the Super Bowl, like the trophy with like uh, our logo in the background, with like uh, all yellow and like it was it was just gonna be funny enough. I was gonna tweet it out on the on the podcast Twitter and be like, uh, you know, thank you. This this one goes out to all the uh, to all the people that mistaked us for the Philadelphia Eagles. We're we're happy for winning the Super Bowl. Dylan would have hated you <laughs> as a cowboy. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Would have gotten so mad. <laughs> It's funny enough that we always get get confused with um, with the other Eagle Eye podcasts from uh, from the states that that cover all things Philadelphia. You even got confused to a Crystal Palace, which is more funny than me. I don't yeah, know that why. one was that one was interesting. <laughs> that one's interesting, but hey, it goes to show that the Eagle Eye podcast uh, crosses all barriers, all fronts, and even all Atlantics. So funny enough that uh, that we're in that discussion. Uh, but all right, Chris, we have plenty and plenty to talk about this podcast. We have um, obviously the Juarez game. That's kind of going to be the last thing that we talk about. But a lot of news emerging in the world of America, you know, with the likes of potential transfer rumors. I know we didn't get to finish that conversation in, in the last episode. Uh, talks about our debt. Well, the debt that that Independiente owns, uh, owes us finally getting paid. Leagues Cup uh, announcements and fixtures finally coming out. Times and dates. And then, um, you know, some injury updates in regards to the traveling squad. So, with that said, Chris, are you ready? Always ready, brother. Indeed. Um, but all right, let's, uh, what, what do you want to get started? Uh, maybe what we left off last podcast before Christian rudely interrupted us with his cameo <laughs> appearance to defend Fidalgo. Um, Right? We, we, we talked Papu Gomez, and I think we kind of all fell in the line that, okay, he's maybe a good addition, but probably we shouldn't be going for that type of player, especially with the age difference right there. And, and I think if you're going to be spending 
a lot of money on the salaries. I'd rather we break it up into two, three players rather than just one player that's maybe going to give us one max two years, you know? Yeah, I, it, my thing is the age. I, I do think, like, let's say Valdez leaves, right? I do think he does come in and become an impactful player, right? But it's just his age. Like, are you really going to invest that much, right? We don't know how much his contract is, but it's not going to be cheap, right? I don't know if he's a free agent. I don't know if we'd have to pay Sevilla. But it's just one of those things where it's just like, well, well yeah, is he the reason we're going to win an, a championship, right? Is he the reason? And to me, it's just like, like let's say we – uh, Valdez gets sold. I think there's cheaper options that could just be plugged in easily, in my opinion. No, oh, I, I 100% agree. I mean, look, he's he'd be coming on a free, right? His contract is coming up against Sevilla, and um, they're looking to they're not looking to to renew him. So, and and I know I'm pretty sure there's going to be some other European club interested in him, but that age gap, I think that's the real kind of kicker for a lot of teams, not just us. I know a lot of teams looking at him are probably looking at that age difference and saying, well, you know, what is he really going to offer? You know, and I don't even think MLS teams are willing to. Yeah, I think. Uh, uh, I do think some teams might. Uh, might be uh, willing to pay because he's not a bad player, right? Like even even though his age, right? You you uh. You look at it and it does scare you, but I don't think it's like one of those things where you're just like, "Oh, this guy's gonna be an awful player." Like, we can't have him because it's it's too much of a risk. I actually think he'll translate good, but it's just, what is the what, what exactly like a year? Is that the most that we will end up having him? At most two. Like it's just, and then there is gonna be a drop off because it's it, it's part of life right 35 years old yeah maybe he could still compete in europe but it's like the moment someone goes to another league you start to see like the surroundings kind of show like uh how do i say um it's just the surroundings right it's not going to be la liga it's going to be liga mexicana so like a lot of the times you see these players do drop off in game because of their surroundings no, I, I, I 100% agree on that. And that's why I think it's going to be one of those things where you, do you want to roll the dice and have another Jeremy Menace or maybe comes out being the best thing possible for America, right? We get another Piojo Lopez situation. Well, like I said last time, right? It's, it's going to be either he's Bam Bam Zamorano or he's going to be Jeremy Menace, right? Because Bam Bam Zamorano, he was only with us, what, for a year? A little over a year? And then we won a championship with him and he's considered one of the greats to play us, right? Same thing. And then there's Jeremy Menez, who, yes, he was there longer, but it's just like he never showed. There's some people that argue he did, but in my opinion, he never showed that he could be a, a difference. Maker. And funny enough, both both of those players leaving America with a championship. <laughs> so maybe you do take the risk just for that, right? But I don't know. I think I, mean, I think the I think the, if if America is gonna be picky with the money they have, right? They're gonna be like. Where does this money go? You have to fix the defense before you, you go and fix that. Even if you sell Valdez, which is going to be a price tag, right? Because he went for what? We we bought him for like 9 or 12 million. Like, we're going to get double that. Or maybe not double that, but we're going to get higher than that. And if you're going to invest in, yes, a player that's going to come in as a free agent, but still, like, you don't want to 
overspend, right? Because he's not gonna he's gonna be one of the highest paid players in the league. At least that's what you think. No, I mean a hundred percent ex World Cup winner has that prestige of playing in Europe. Obviously he's gonna come in with a price tag, not necessarily as a transfer fee, but like you mentioned, in those wages. Um so I think we're kind of both in 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 the same place, right? No Papu Gomez for America. It just doesn't make sense with the way that this team is trying to be restructured and and really the way that the America side has been going for the past couple of years. I think Banyos even said and came out himself, we're no longer that team that signs Bombasos, right? It could change. We we haven't we're gonna turn this topic in the in the summer, right? But once they go public, a lot of things change from that. But right now, like, I don't expect Bombasos. And I'd rather not go for Mobile. I'd rather go for really good players that we know, like, from South America or inside of the league than, than to just be like, oh, big name. Let's go get him. And then that big game just come out good. And then you don't have academy players to just plug in, like, you know? Because sometimes it is good to sign a big name player if you know there's going to be an academy player behind them to compete if anything happens wrong, you know? I agree. I agree, but we'll see what um what emerges from this Papa Gomez. It kind of faded away after news broke, but again, it's not the transfer window, so I don't expect it, much of these rumors to have legs until later down the road. Um, I think after that, well, we talked a little bit about Matias Rojas, right? The fact that yeah. he's been linked to us. Um, who else has been potentially been put out there in in the America Stratus? A lot of Dylan told me not to say anything about fake rumors, so I don't know if you want to bring up some of those names, but or not fake rumors, but not reliable rumors. I don't know if you want to bring up those names. I I think we save them for for another time. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to give anyone's hopes up and yeah, yeah. you know have it die. Matos Uribe was offered to us before the season. That's just one that. And I mean, could we potentially go down that route again? It, it just depends how this midfield is going to look like after the season, which I think we'll get into it a little bit later down the road. But th- this team could potentially have a lot of changes this yeah. upcoming season. In, For the good, in, of- it, depending on the, on the uh, on how it will become champions, right? Oh yeah, I agree. And and look, I'm I'm glad that they brought this one up. Um, Luis uh, Luis Quinones from Atlas. Now I'm gonna say this, and I know that this potentially could be a think, hot take. I think we're thinking about the same thing. I I don't I don't want him. I don't like him. I don't. Well, well, I, I won't go that far. But you know who that signing just feels like? A Darwin uh, Ortero. Oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Ortero. That's that, that's too extreme. But it, it reminds me of a Darwin Quintero. I don't know if you remember that offseason we signed Ben Benedetto and I think Peralta, right? Also, or that was season before. No, yeah, before it, was ben, it was Benedetto, Peralta, and then Darwin. And they were supposed Darwin. to come in together like the du- the big old duo from Santos. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is you got to look at the formation. Where do you plug in Quiñones, right? People will say behind Henry, right? But to me, he's more of a second striker than an attacking midfielder. Are you going to put him in the wing? Well, I don't want him on the wing. I know he could play it, but it's like you want him at for what he's shining for, right? So for me, it's just like Darwin Quintero. You wanted Darwin Quintero behind Peralta like he was at Santos. They ended up playing him on the wing because that's not the formation that we were playing with, right? So you have to move him somewhere else. And I think that ruins the purpose of why you sign a player. 
No, and you know what? You 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 said it, and you put it perfectly. Quinones doesn't fit Thanos' system, right? Like yeah. he he's. I'm not gonna say he's not an America player, but he's just not an America player at the moment. The way that he plays isn't necessarily beneficial. You're never gonna see a two striker partnership with with Dan Ortiz, right? We've asked for it for how long we haven't gotten it. We with the likes of having you know Vinas there on the bench, or even Roger potentially there, or Camasita moving him to. Yeah. So it, it it just makes no sense, right? And Quinones, whilst I do think he offers you a little bit more speed, dynamic, and and ability to kind of get out of quick, out of tight situations, but do you really want to push him out to the wing? I mean, Cabecitas, you know, it's another Roger situation. No, exactly, hundred percent. And it's just 100%. like, mind you, he could end up being a great player wherever you put him, right? But the thing is, are you willing to pay that much? They said that he's what nine million. I don't know exactly how much. What are they saying? Like up to tw- upwards to twenty? I don't know if that's true. That seems way too much for any player in Mexico. But, but to me, it's just like, are you willing? Like, let's say you do make him a winger, but his goals go down and he just becomes just a dynamic. You know, just very good player. Is it worth it? Like. What you want is the goals that he's like producing at Atlas, right? It's just to me, it's just too much of a risk. And he's not an attacking midfielder. I think a lot of people just say, Oh, well, it's kind of the same thing. I don't think it's the same thing. I think if you're a second striker, he's going to pull his mark, he's going to be dropping down a little bit, but it's still going to be a nine. And then an attacking midfielder is just going to be just kind of like all over the pitch. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't. I don't see it. It's not like a Raul Jimenez, Chucho Benitez situation, right? It's just, and I think that's what that's what a lot of people want to peg it as. But it's it's not that simple. Like the styles that he's been playing at Atlas fits him for his attributes, right? For his speed, the counterattacking play that Atlas likes to do. Yeah. In America, America is a very kind of diverse team. We 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 love to play either a very possessive game where. We like to dictate the tempo and, and we like to create our own chances in that sense and not necessarily soak up the pressure and release it. Mind you, we have this season and, and we're capable of playing that game. But that's kind of not the football that you want to see America play. And to kind of change everything just for one player seems a little bit extreme. Yeah, the, the only way I do see them just changing the formation is Valdez gets sold, right? And instead of ta- getting an attacking uh a midfielder, you go and change the formation into a four-four-two, right? You have Capita maybe a little bit more down, and Sendejas a little bit more down, and then you just have those two on top. But even then, I don't see uh, Tano doing that. Uh, to me, Tano has this idea of these are the players that I want because think about it, Capita has had moments where it's like, man, this guy needs to be a sub, put in Brian, and he doesn't do it. To me, he he has his the style of players that he wants, you know, and and I just don't see if if we ever were to get rid of an att- the attacking midfielder, I think it would be for a defensive mid. Yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> AJ would be laughing at the moment I say this, but America has a tendency to have a romance with midfielders and oh, yeah. and, and buy an abundance <laughs> of them. So yeah. we'll see what happens. All. The Quinones thing, I think that's more of the Americanismo wanting him rather than actually there being traction. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if America's actually looking at him, but I don't think necessarily he's 
the top transfer target for the upcoming season. And I'll say this, uh, Baños did say, you know, it's possible because they asked him about extending Henry and he said it's more of a waiting until the end of the season because it, it is possible he leaves to Europe, right? I know people always like to highlight the age, but all it takes is just good connections and and just being able to have this uh, confidence in the player, right? So it is possible that Henry leaves after the season and goes to a Europe, a European team, right? We saw Layun. I don't know how old Layun was when he went, but I'm sure he wasn't that young either, you know? Pavel Pardo didn't leave young from America to Germany. So I think, you know, if if Henry were to leave, I do see a Quinones coming in and playing that position. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, we'll see, right? And then kind of like um, our friend here was saying, you know, we're we're talking about a side that has Dan Ortiz in charge, right? But that's all up in the air. If he doesn't win the championship, it most likely means that he's going to be out as manager. And I don't know. So a, a, a lot of moving pieces, right, at yeah. the moment. So it, it, it's hard to speculate, even so close to the end of the season. Even though you would say the Jan, I mean, the summer transfer window is literally around the corner, but there's still a lot of moving pieces for America, and we'll have to wait and see. As far as other transfer rumors go, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, I mean, as for departures, I think we've pretty much said Roger Martinez has wrapped it up. I know a lot of people are saying that Boca Juniors has him kind of locked into a contract, but now uh, I guess there's some European teams kind of eyeing him as well. So it, for the most part, I think we could say Roger is about 90% out the door. They're not looking to renew his contract, and those wages are way too high for America to continue to play, pay for a player that has delivered very little, to be honest. Yeah, and then there was a, a Galaxy reporter, which I don't know if you've seen it, that said uh, Jonathan Dos Santos will be leaving to Inter Miami. Now, I, I don't know. Oh, that's right. The, you, you, you mentioned that as well. I mean, it's a possibility, right? Jonah wants to keep playing and live his life in 32 in years old. He, he yeah, just, Miami seems ended. like a very interesting place for a guy like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in, when it comes to John Nivell, you're, just, you're always going to be grateful for those. Dos Santos. At least I am. I can't speak for everyone, but for me, I always tell people, I can't hate on the Dos Santos brothers because they were, they're, the way I look at it, they're like what, one of us, right? They were in the academy of Barcelona in the first team of Barcelona. And all they talked about was, when I go to Mexico, I'm going to play for America. And maybe the expectations they didn't, they didn't reach, right, what we expected from them. But for me, I'm grateful, right? For me, it's like, you know, that's dope, bro. Like, you guys came to the club that you guys loved as a little kid, saw your dad play, and, like, you got to live your dream, you know? And hopefully, Jonah can leave with the championship that his brother didn't get to get. And, I mean, in theory, uh Giovanni had a chance to crown himself champions, right? Against that Monterrey final. Yeah. Couldn't do it. And But it'd be really nice to see a Jonah Dos Santos crown himself champion and be able to say, you know what? We accomplished this, you know? Yeah. And, you know, hopefully that's where we end up. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but, I mean, as far I mean, right, the the fact that Vinas might leave, I think that's kind of still up in the air. Pedro Aquino is another player that a lot of people are rumoring to potentially go. Uh, but I mean, you also have people looking at Richard Sanchez and Sendejas and, you know, all all sorts of things that like you mentioned Henry Martin potentially could leave. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see exactly what the situation is. But as far as the rumors go, we just kind of wanted to update you guys and keep you guys 
up to date with what was going on in the world of america all right done with the transfer side of things and gave it about 20 minutes i thought we were going to talk a little less about it but um <laughs> let's let's move on to uh, another breaking news here the fact that independiente might finally be paying us chris and what way of doing it they started a gofundme oh yeah i wanted you to explain to, i didn't even know it was a, it's an influencer that started all that yeah so basically independiente um well, because they are in in the reddest of reds. I I mean, to the point where bankruptcy is the only option, the only way out, and they could potentially just disintegrate as a club. So they got they got together with and, and I, I don't know the full story. I don't know if the influence reached out to them or if Independiente reached out to the influencer. But point is, they partnered with an influencer that is a huge fan of Independiente. I don't know who the man is. He must be huge over there in uh, in Argentina. But as far as, you know, coverage here in America goes, I, I honestly don't even know who the guy is. I, I should have done more research in regards to what he does and everything, what kind of content. But I was afraid to, you know, venture off into in, in, into that it's space. OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know what if it was OnlyFans. You never know. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to take word for it. Um, but they announced that there was going to be a partnership and that they were going to, I guess, quote unquote, make a GoFundMe. It, it, it's not technically a GoFundMe. It's, it's, I don't really know what it does look like. A GoFundMe. I went on his page and the first thing I saw was he was talking about, uh, oh, we reached 200 million. I assume it's pesos, right? Yeah. Well, Argentinian yeah. dollars. I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. But, but, but point is that they got together to kind of <laughs> do like a, just basically like, like a, like a GoFundMe to raise money for independiente's debt i think the club has a total of 20 million dollars that they have to pay off and the biggest debt that they have right now is to america for about six to almost seven million dollars so that is money that america desperately needs we've desperately been needing it and um for and a yeah, player that's uh, not even on the team that we sold anymore exactly like for a player that's no longer even part of this squad so, um, so, yeah, well, they're raising the money. They came out already. He said that uh, the the priority and the objective is to raise the funds to pay America off first, and then they'll trickle down to other expenses that they have. So it's interesting to see a press conference like that. But yeah, some potential YouTuber or a TikToker. I don't know what he does, to be honest. But some guy that has nothing to do with soccer is potentially going to be bailing out Independiente and paying us money. And he even said it that we're the priority. So we're the we're the first one getting this. This money. yeah. He's like America's got first dibs on this, and thank goodness because, like I said, we need the money. And um, can you only imagine what we can do with six million dollars right now? So, is it me? But I don't, I don't know how you feel about this. But do you think FIFA is the like the one to blame with all this? Like, why don't you like? Because it, it is a historic club in Argentina, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, it has history. Right, so why doesn't FIFA like go in and say you guys need to sell this club, have investors ready, right? I'm sure any investor in the world will be down to buy them, right? You see, Man City always buy clubs, right, and stuff like that. Like, like it just became super messy, and also like they should have forced them to pay us from the start because America was pushing for that, and instead they said, oh, they could wait, like, oh, like America was like, oh, we don't want them in payments, and they're like, oh, we have to wait then, and. They were still signing players like nothing. And my head is just like, well, 
who do you blame? Do you blame FIFA? Do you blame the Argentinian uh, Federation? Do you blame just the team? Like, who do you blame for all that? I, mess? I think that I think there has to be some responsibility on Independiente because it's their own doing. They shot themselves in the foot. It's, it, and we're not the only club that they did it to. I mean, you, you see the writing's on the wall for them. And because of, you know, whatever they want to cover up and, and say happened. But the reality is that this this is like you mentioned something fifa should have got involved and and they did didn't they they kind of said like okay yeah they kind of have to pay you guys but it's okay if they do it in payments yeah that, that's well not even payments i think they just said like oh you just have to wait whenever because i know america took them to court and told them like hey like you want our money now and they were instead of like saying yes or just saying payments or i think they did pay us for payments right the Cecilio romero one but not the Cecilio. Exactly. So, so yeah. they they paid off one debt with Klarna, and then their PayPal in payments in Ford didn't go through for the other one. So yeah, it's just it's just nasty, and, and it doesn't affect us, right? If anything, it's a good thing for us. We like we get paid first, right? And like you said, it is money that we need. That I just I, I just wish that they were paying us back in interest. Like like those six million dollars could have been like eight to like ten million dollars by now with all the interest. Yeah, and and the thing is, is is it it if they do that, like they completely disappear, right? Because it's just it's <laughs> yeah, nasty. They're, they're just never gonna finish paying us off. Yeah, it's, just it's gonna nasty. it's gonna be like those um like those TikTokers that they're like, oh, you don't have to pay anything off if you don't want to. Like, I think that's where they got their financial <laughs> advice was from TikTok. If I'm being honest, yeah, it's a, it's a it, it's been a, how how long has this been going on for a good? I was, it's oh, not, wow! It's I was, like four, five, four years, four years. Yeah, right. Since Cecilio left was right after the championship of not mistake. Correct. So yeah, it was four years. Damn. But the good news is, Americanistas is that America should and will be getting paid uh, shortly. Hopefully, yeah. that influencer can get all that money racked up by the summer transfer window, and then look, we'll be looking good. Yeah, we're the first well, ones to get paid. That's the best thing about the whole thing. We're the yeah, first ones. He said it. He's is, like, we have to yeah. get rid of the worst one, and then the easier ones are going to just be the last one. So it's we eat first. <laughs> I like it. That's the way it should be. America should always eat first. Um, What other news do we have in regards? Well, I mean, that's pretty much the payout of all sorts of things. Um, I, I guess briefly I'll mention League's Cup. I mean, if anyone's in kind of that area, um, I know tickets came out for a couple of these games. Not none of the America games I saw. If not, we would have tweeted them out. But um, you guys go over to our Twitter page and if you guys don't already do, make sure you guys follow us over on Twitter at EY Podcast. Um, I'm just gonna read off the dates here, who we're playing and and what times, because I think it's interesting to note. Uh, Leagues Cup officially announced. Uh, so first game is gonna be on July 27th. That's gonna be against uh, St. Louis. Uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern, and then against Columbus Crew is going to be July 31st, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 uh, Eastern. So those dates, if I'm not mistaken, fall on. Yep, uh, one's going to be a Saturday, and the other one is going to be a Thursday. So that's kind of your guys' updates on League's Cup. If uh, when and when and if. The tickets come out soon. We'll, we'll we'll post a link for you guys, whoever in in the vicinity, uh, or those of you who are going to travel and want a chance to get yourself some tickets. We'll uh, we'll, we'll post it on our uh, on our social media handles. So make sure you guys follow us, and we'll keep you guys up to date with everything in regards to this League's Cup. 
quote unquote the World Cup for MLS and Liga MX though. That's the way they're painting it, Chris. The, the beginning of the merger, in other words. <laughs> the beginning of the future, right? Because first first comes League's Cup, then comes Champions League final to the United States, then it comes Americas in the Champions League. So that's yeah. the way I'm looking so at it. So what ends up happening if we win this or get third place or second? Well, we get we get our promotion to the CONCACAF Champions League. That's only if we win. If we well, win I mean, I don't know how they're, they're going to paint it. For example, let's say America wins the Clausura, right? And then we go and we win League's Cup. Nothing really there, I think, happens. Well, don't we go into prestige. the next round, right? That's the only thing. If we win no, that. we automatically would go into the next round if we were champions because I think point wise we are okay. in a much so better state. The ticket we got right now just goes to someone else and we get a better one. We get the gold one from the chocolate yeah, basically. <laughs> or what's exactly. it called? <laughs> yeah, from, from, from MLS Wonka, Wally Wonka's factory. <laughs> they, um, they, they did something by putting a central, by the way. The homeboy said none are in LA. They did that for a reason. <laughs> yeah, no, they did that for a reason. They wanted to give they wanted to give a fighting chance to some of these teams. Yeah. As far want... as in the stands go. Yeah. They they're gonna be shocked when they start seeing people in St. Louis with Yes, yeah, in St. Louis, St. Louis is actually a big soccer city. And um, or Columbus. I mean oh, Columbus wait, we, yeah, yeah, Columbus, right? Is Columbus like are, are we ever played in Columbus? Um Yes, we had a friendly there, if I'm not mistaken, against Columbus Crew. Oh, well. And it doesn't even matter. We're going we're gonna to sell out Columbus. Look, we're going to show out. We're going to show out. That's, that's the reality <laughs> of it. Especially that Saturday game against Columbus, that is going to be a sellout for America. And that's the beautiful thing about this is that there is no place in Mexico or in the United States where America will not have an abundance of fans. And I would dare to say that whenever you do come, to the states america is always about i want to say 90 percent of the time the home team i mean i don't even think european teams beat us when it comes to fans in the states and it's not i think i think there's only a handful i think there is there's two that come to mind real madrid and manchester united are the two that i think could but even real madrid and the friendly in san francisco was didn't really show like america fans so no, and and then well, it goes to rival them pretty good, you know. Yeah. Well, that's why it's el más grande, right? And we will continue to be el más grande until we lift that beautiful Champions League trophy. I don't know how we're gonna do it, but we're gonna do it. Um, let's see. Well, that's updates on League's Cup and everything. Um, well, I guess let's just talk about uh, these players that did not travel to Ciudad Juarez with the rest of the squad, and then we'll go into this game against the. Uh, well, like the aforementioned uh, Juarez team to end up and recap the end of, well, not recap, but kind of put the cherry on top at the end of the season for America. Um, so, Chris, news reports come out that today, Nestor Araujo, Cabecita Rodriguez, and who is the third player that is slipping Vinas. my mind right now? Vinas. Oh, and Vinas, yes. And Vinas did not travel with the squad to Ciudad Juarez. Um I, I guess it's very tongue in cheek the way that they reported this. They're saying that the the players were not a hundred percent fit; that they wanted them to be at a hundred for the Ligia. Not to say that they're necessarily injured; they might have a bit of a knock. I think the Nestorajo thing is 
I think he got dropped, and they're just kind of, you know, trying to save face right there. But three players that are going to be absent. So I think the biggest one right here is the fact that there's no cabecitas for this game. I think that's the only one that hurts. <laughs> if I'm being honest, the other ones are just like, okay, whatever. There. But but here's the question: Does it hurt though? Because I think this is going to be one of those games where, again, he's not going to offer you much on the wing if this is a very compact Juarez, which I'm expecting it to be a very compact Juarez. I don't expect America to have space. I don't expect America to be able to dictate the play and, and, and open channels just directly like that. I, this is very much another Pumas game, but a, a much tougher one because you're not at home. It's an away game, an ugly, ugly place to go play at, and it's just it, it, it's not looking promising for America's wingers to have a lot of, you know, opportunities to, you know, run channels. They're going to have to be quick on their feet and try to break and make their own space. I think this is a game where we're going to look to stat pad for uh, Henry Martin. I think, uh, I think, I think Juarez is looking to not pay the, the money, right? The, the last place money. Is that, is that it? No, the Querétaro already has to pay it. But I, I, I seen somewhere that's until the next game. Because uh, who's who's thirteenth really? place? Hold on. Hold on. Well, let me uh, see. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. So 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 Querétaro. If they win, I think they get out of that. Because if I'm not mistaken, Querétaro can't make Liguilla. So the thirteenth place, which is San Luis right now, makes it in because of that. I seen it on 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 Facebook on, on Twitter. Someone was explaining that that Querétaro can't go in because they're last place in the last two seasons, right? But that Juarez, I think, or Mazatlan, both of them, they have to win their games in order to avoid that. And if Querétaro wins, maybe I'm getting the teams confused, but that's how I read it. Welcome welcome to the difficult mathematic land <laughs> that is Liga Mekis, and they're not so I, wanting. But I, I believe Juarez is avoiding that, right? Is one of the teams yeah. avoiding that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They're going to play to avoid. And I think America is just going to keep on going forward in this game well let's talk about the game now that, that we kind of went into it we, you know we talked about the three absences and what that potentially could mean for america but let's let's talk about this game uh that's going to be played tomorrow at ciudad juarez i i don't like our chances whenever we go uh away to this stadium just i, I don't think we've had the best of records i mean the worst of records i don't think we've technically seen such a bad america set it's just i think whenever we go to these type of games or, or, or these venues we just don't play good and, and it doesn't bring me much confidence your picture alone today showcases <laughs> the most boring final we have ever seen america lift a trophy in yep and a and penalty. he was at you that what is and we won the game with a penalty and that's how boring that final was and and emma emma aguilar penalty by the way <laughs> <laughs> yep he never missed at least i don't remember him missing any I don't think so either. I mean, that man must have had the perfect record. Yeah, I think only Jimenez is probably better at him than him. Well, that, that's that's up for debate. Um, uh, our friend right here, he said, uh, I am sure Brian Rodriguez or Leo Suarez can fill that role on the left-hand side. And I don't Brian, any of them Brian, start. I, but I think um, you mentioned it earlier in our, in our chat that... Uh, well, we most likely see a Roger Martinez. And let's go through the lineup, right? Because we have some absences and we have some potential changes to the starting 11. 
we're, we're most likely going to see a, a, a rinse and repeat of the game against Pumas, right? Malagón in goal, Layun. We're going to have Israel Reyes back, Cáceres, Luis Fuentes in the midfield. You're going to have your dynamic duo of uh, Fidalgo and Richard, Diego Valdez in the camp spot. And then on the left, this is the tricky one. I would love to see a Brian Rodriguez, but I think you mentioned it, and I, I, I don't know. I really don't want to see a Roger Martinez, but it, I, I'm torn, but I, I guess I'm going to agree with you, Chris, and I'm going to say Roger Martinez on the left, sadly, and then Sendejas on the right, and then, of course, Henry Martin up top. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I, it's, it's not like, oh, I want Roger there, but... From what, which game was it? Was it Pumas or? It's a, they did a sub. They took out Cabecita and right away they put in Roger. And for me, and I it think was they Pumas. Did, right? And they've been doing that in my head. I'm just like, oh, that means Brian is just falling off the, 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 the depth chart. And I don't agree with it, but I just think Roger is just getting. Maybe his last, like, okay, just go out this last few games because this is your last few games. And he's been vocal about saying he wants to leave champions, or maybe he's been convincing them in that way, you know? Me, personally, I do think you need to put a different style of wingers out there. If if you go from Cabecita to Roger, I, I, don't, I don't think it's much of a difference considering the fact that both of them could be very lousy, very lazy when it comes to the dribbling, right? Not that Roger isn't a better dribbler, but he just sometimes just plays very unmotivated. Whereas in Brian, in, he just sneaks into type of pockets and he's just very good at that. I, I agree. I think Brian's the better option here. And our friend even mentioned right here, he's saying that uh, he thinks Brian offers you way more than Roger. Yeah. There's well, no from us, you know, but yeah, no, I I, I agree. I took a feeling that's gonna be Roger Martinez starting. Maybe I'm wrong. Just, it might even be Leo Suarez that starts on the on the right side instead of Sendejas. That that's an interesting one. If that that is the case, because he said that he he's gonna do. Uh, they they asked him. I don't know if you saw his uh, press conference, and he just pretty much said, "Oh, uh, we're I'm gonna we're gonna do whatever it is it takes to uh, Henry to." Four more goals, which kind of felt like, oh, he's gonna start this game. At least I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the right way to approach this game because nothing is America has nothing secure here. We don't have second place in the back. We don't have automatic uh, qualification into the Gia in the back. It's still in our hands, and, and and these are the tricky games that I I always get frustrated over with America because we have everything at our fingertips, and it's up to us. And yet we find a way to bottle it every single time. And I'm, I'm hoping that tomorrow is, is, is an exception and, and they prove me wrong. But in these type of games, in these type of scenarios, I just, you know, my, my brain has a tendency to kind of, you know, fall back and think of prior times where America, you know, had a must win game or had to do a certain amount of this to get to, 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 to some state of, of a goal or, or an achievement. And they just did not. Or, or they weren't capable, or, or they let it slip. I don't know, but it, that's why this game worries me the most. I, I, I honestly thought we were going to get an ugly win against Pumas, and then we were going to get an ugly draw against Juarez. But now I think we 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 dropped two points at home, and I just I, I don't want to sound so pessimist here, but yeah. I, 
I don't see how we walk away with three points in Juarez. I, I could see it just because I think I could see Juarez playing that I'm going to survive this game type game. And any team that does that usually gets scored on, right? And I don't know their depth chart, but who who's their players that we have to look out? Alan Medina, maybe? I know I jinxed it with uh, Cruz Azul, right? Or not jinxed it, we ended up winning, but but I said they weren't even going to score on us, which, you know, I, in that way we did get, uh, I did jinx it. But with Juarez, to me, I just don't, I don't, Talavera could be the one, the reason why they survived, right? Yeah, he can, he can be play out of his skin. And, and, and I mean, usually that's what you expect from these type of keepers, but. But I think I think we should uh, still get the dub. Maybe not a high scoring game. Maybe a good two one, uh, one zero. Look, all I'm saying is that this is if if you paint it the way that you're painting it right now, this is the perfect opponent to finally get that darn clean sheet I've been haggling this team over for the past month and a half. The whole season. <laughs> the whole season. You know when's the last time we had a clean sheet? Uh, May March March. March 11th against Tigres. Jesus. Uh, and look, our away record isn't terrible. I'm not going to sit here and say that we're the worst away team ever, right? We have a total of one, uh, two, three, three draws, right? And the rest have been victories. So it's not bad. It, 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 we haven't lost away at home if, if I mean... Yeah, we haven't lost. The only team game we lost was against Pachuca at home. So technically, undefeated on the road, it, it kind of, you know, gives you a little bit of hope for this upcoming game. But I don't know. The way that they're planting it is that they're just going to try to feed Henry as much, you know, as possible. But then I think that's where your game starts getting disrupted. And it has to flow naturally. You can't force this to happen if Henry's going to be the goal scorer the leading goal scorer for the league it has to come in a natural play you can't just be like oh here Henry try to do it all by yourself because it's, well, it's not going to remember work. the last game of last season against Puebla they try to force it over forced in in every game right they got to flow with it this offense doesn't play it is like you guys were talking about with the uh, cabecita right sometimes they over force it to his side and he just it's too predictable same thing here. Don't overforce it to Henry. Like, move the ball around, right? Open gaps, make make it easier for him and for everyone else. If he doesn't get the goal, like, it's cool, you know? Like, I guess maybe to an extent, this fan base, too, is very, like, anxious. They want that top scorer in the league, right? But for me personally, even though I would love Henry to win it, it's better to have, to have this offense flowing then next Liga game where we're where we can't find anything because oh well we try to do the same thing we did last game and it didn't work out, you know? No, and that's why I mean like you can't force these things and I get it. I mean that's maybe uh, great that Dano wants to, you know, feed Henry and give him the opportunity, but don't force it. Let it happen. And play your game really. You play your game like you have all season, guess what? Henry's gonna score. Cause why? Henry's been scoring all season. Because you guys have played your game. So it's as simple as just continuing to do what works. And Henry will find the back of the net. Uh, funny enough, Jesus, Jose, excuse me, Jose Sepulveda saying, if Roger Martinez plays and scores, I'll buy you guys at home 
and a unicorn. So I'm down for the yeah. unicorn just because you can flip it and make more money on it. <laughs> there you go, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Um so I mean it's gonna be interesting to see the way that they play out. But I, I think you mentioned it's gonna be one of those games where it's gonna be a little rough and tough and it's gonna be difficult to kind of make way of what America is trying to do because I don't think Juarez is gonna make it easy for us. And they have what they're playing for as well. Maybe not for much, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. And you, you guys already know what it's like. America comes into town, and for some reason, teams tend to play their best game. I'll say this, though. Being a border team, I expect that stadium to be all yellow because people are going to come from the States. People are going to be from there. Like It's going to be a packed stadium, and it's going to be a home game for us in that sense. A home game just so fans can walk out at a boring 1-1 draw. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Look, I hope it's not the case. And, you know, we'll keep a close eye on it and keep up to date with all our social media handles. We'll keep you guys up to date as much as possible with that one. I will do my best to watch this game. I'm going to be actually at a concert. I'm going to be at the forum. What is it called now? The Kia. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. I thought it is IKEA something, but we're calling yeah, it the forum, just, just like we're calling it the Home Depot Center. The Home Depot like, Center yeah. We're calling it the Staples Center. Like, imagine El Azteca got changed like that, changed it to Ooh. the Apple Music Azteca or something. Apple Music Azteca, I love it. <laughs> yes, Apple. If you want this to happen, we will help you in any way possible. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be at a Raúl Alejandro concert and. Uh, so I'll be jamming out and also, you know, watching the game on my phone. Wouldn't be the first time I had to do it. But what time does the concert start? Starts at, at exactly eight o'clock as well as the match oh. against Juarez. He's not gonna come out till like nine, but yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get to watch the first half in peace, and then we'll we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to watch the until second half. everyone starts moving around and starts drinking. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but it's gonna be an interesting one. We'll come back next week to 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 talk and kind of recap the rest of kind of recap the whole season as a whole, because if America walks away with a draw or a win, we basically only lost one game this season. And I think that's kind of big news. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll kind of grade where America falls in the regular season. Uh, but we know that the, that means nothing until the end of the season, which needs to be a championship. And so I, I think everyone knows that that's the expectation. And I, I, I I guess we're all eager to see whether or not this team is capable of doing that. Yeah, I'm. We're gonna get into that when when it's time, right? But I'm very very hyped. Hopefully, we get this window because we come back and we're talking Repetaje, brother. This could be a very negative podcast. Yeah, no, this is exactly what I was thinking too, and because you know they they just asked us what. If we lose tomorrow, how would the standings look like? Look, if we lose tomorrow, then second place is out of the out of the table. Third place is probably looking like a fringe, and fourth place is just fingers crossed at that point. So who who moves the results? Chivas, right? Chivas, and... Chivas, Ch- Chivas. Can you imagine? We finish bottom of them. That and is Toluca, unacceptable. Right? They're the only yeah. one. Yeah, Toluca, the only one. Yeah, bro. We can't have a stressful weekend. We need to win this game and. Just focus in two weeks, right? Yeah, that's it. that's exactly what what needs to happen, and and we'll have to wait and see. But one thing's for sure: America has their future at their disposal. 
Like there's no one else they have to rely on. Themselves only. Like I mentioned, at their fingertips. Need to go out there and perform. They got to do it. And, and I'm tired of season after season always having that one game that could change the perspective of America going forward. And they bottle it. So hopefully, hopefully we put that, you know, those those ghosts behind us and we are capable of going and pulling a result away at Juarez because it's going to be big news. It's going to be big deal. And you need that second spot. You just need it because I have a feeling that Monterrey somehow is going to get dropped. That's also because when he was trying yeah. to do the math on if we could get first, if they were to lose a game at home, it doesn't even matter because. It does matter, but at the at the same time, I feel like Monterrey has been on a decline. So if they end up getting bounced out before the final, right? Who's the, who's going to be getting the home advantage? Us, which is, you know, that's why I didn't really stress on the whole table. Thing. Yeah, exactly. I I I just need second place. Yeah. I, I need it. So we'll see if America is capable of doing that for us, but. Uh... Well, I mean, that's pretty much it. We, we, we kind of have our perspective here. Just give me your prediction and we'll kind of wrap it up here. So what's what's your prediction for, for Friday? I'll give it a 2-0. I think we do end up getting this win and I think we end up scoring. I think I think, I think it's just a team that we're facing that's going to end up just being more careful. Because if, if what they, I did read was was true about them, them needing a, a point to not get that big fine, then, you know, I, I think that's that that, that it, a a wounded team like that is gonna just be more careful instead of because I don't even think they can make yeah or a pechaje anymore. So two zero two yeah two zero two zero. I like it. That's that's a that's a pretty good prediction. Um, I'm I'm gonna be. I know I've sounded like a pessimist all freaking day, and rightfully so though, but. I'm actually going to go with a crazy, crazy scoreline. I'm going with, I'm going with a 3-0. I think America can walk away with a 3-0 victory. And that's, you know, I'm trying to be optimistic here. I know it's probably not going to happen, but a part of me just wants to believe again in, in, in the opportunity. But uh, if we end the season like that, like, that's I think great, we're, we'll be in, in, in the heavens, bro, as a fan base, which is 100%. Great. And and I know they just asked us where we're gonna be able to watch this game. I have it here on ESPN Deportes. So, and I uh, maybe to the end they have a game scheduled for 8 p.m. as well, but they don't say who. I, so uh, I have a website that will tell you what channels they play. So right now it's I, confirmed I think, that it's I gonna not, be ESPN. Huh? No, I was gonna. Uh respond to midwestern cholo i believe they get they lose money off of their contract right i would imagine i would imagine i think think it's one of those like oh if you get a red card you lose money on from what you're gonna make type thing Yeah. yeah maybe they get like a week's salary off i don't know that's huge that's a lot of that's a lot of bolillo you can't buy so (laughs) Um, I you know what? I'm gonna go off a limb here and say to the end in ESPN Deportes. So, it's, you guys right? can... it's ESPN Deportes, ESPN Plus, Football TV, and ESPN app. So, there's no, there's no to the end. No, look, just keep on keep an eye out tomorrow on, on our game day post. We'll let you guys know exactly uh, where you guys can watch that game. 
But if you guys have uh, ESPN Deportes or ESPN Plus, you know they lie about the whole ESPN Plus. You got to have ESPN Deportes. I don't know why. So so it's, it's one of those things where, like the UFC, you, you they think if you just get ESPN Plus, you get all the fights, but instead you have to pay for that too. <laughs> exactly. Although it looks like we're also getting reports that it's going to be on uh, on FS2. FS2. So how who who has the streaming rights to Juarez? It looks like everyone's got a piece of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he... I mean, in Mexico, it's uh, Fox Premium. Yeah, it's going to be Fox Premium. And, and I know a lot of people were up in arms about that. Man, these are the type of teams, and maybe this is not a rat, but... I'm sure everyone agrees when it was easier to just find teams. I remember I used to watch Necaxa games on Galavision. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, and then, I remember then, that. And then here in SoCal, uh, it, it, or not, I think it's just the Los Angeles area, you'd find the Dorados game in the Corridos channel. I don't know if you remember that, Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> or they would show us censuras type. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you'll find Dorados games. And then Morelia Cruz Azul on, on Azteca. And like now it's Azteca, just like, oh, yeah. you need to have this to find that. <laughs> Midwestern Cholos, that's a throwback. Yeah, man. Now it's like you need a bunch of apps and things just to find all these games. I'm telling you, this is why Apple needs to come in and just have one streaming service. Which is never actually going to happen because... Mexico's too greedy with it. Yeah, so Mexico's too greedy with it. And yeah, Dulan is always going to want a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, and same thing with but, uh, everyone else, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, hold on, let me see one last. No, yeah, I, I, it, it, it's, it's not telling me. Like I have it here, on, on the guide, but it, 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 when I click on details, it just says Mexican Primera División Soccer. Well, just look Is if there's thing? any other games that teams that play at the same time. All right, you know what, Chris? There's there's a reason we pay you the big bucks here, because you're smarter <laughs> than anyone else here. Uh, get, uh, you're right, though. There's only there's only one. There's only one. So okay. So then, if I'm reading this correctly, which I hope I am, uh, there's only one eight o'clock game this uh, this Friday. It's Juarez America. Unless so it's a replay it on Puebla, Tijuana. Just, just right away. Yeah, <laughs> like, thank you for watching. But here's the replay. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, uh, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't get them past it. But okay, so we have Tudan is showing it, uh, and then we have ESPN Deportes showing it. And if this is also true, we have Fox Sports showing it as well. FS2. Man, I mean, find the home. <laughs> have, have, have you ever seen so much coverage for FC Juarez before? Never. <laughs> or maybe it's because it's America. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're making people pay for that game in Mexico. <laughs> we have an abundance of it here. What is that a, a news page that plays their games for free on YouTube? Oh, Claro Sports. Right? They, like they show it for free on, on, on YouTube because they have. Yeah, remember. Yeah. Uh, I remember Fox tried to take it down, but it's like in their contract where they have to have games there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got into a whole dispute about it. It was interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's there too. Everyone's covering this game. Maybe <laughs> even on other channels, check your... You, you, you watch, you're going to be able to find it. On, You'll find you're it, gonna find it on, you're going to find it on, on, on that one Korean, you know, when you used to have like, like just the TV antenna, there was a one dedicated channel to like, like Korean 
TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're going to find it there. You're going to find it there as well. They're going to have a uh, red zone channel for this game. <laughs> At this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but, I mean, hold on. Let's see. Midwestern Troll is saying, I think FS2 is showing it because it's America. Well, yeah, it, it's going to bring them numbers, right? Whenever America plays, I think they I think try they to. show their games, though, no? Yeah, well, or, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought everyone just played under two then. Except, like, Leon. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Le- did you say Leon? I said, except Leon. <laughs> Le- no, Leon does play under two then. I thought they were Fox. No. No, that's Monterrey. Monterrey's Fox. I thought they were ESPN. <laughs> oh, God. Chris. <laughs> it's because it's Chris, Chris has um, Mexican cable. That's why. So yeah. he, he doesn't have to go through all these hoops and hurdles. That's why he's nervous about this game because he has to he has to find a way to jump that uh, paywall that yeah, Fox allegedly you have to go doing. pages to go find the game. <laughs> be, be like five minutes behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, I hate those type of games. But all right, that pretty much wraps it up here, guys. We're gonna let you guys go. We're gonna let you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Um, we'll be back next week to talk, like Chris mentioned, either straight promotion into the qualification of Ligia, or uh, hopefully. Hopefully, fingers crossed, and knock on wood, not talking about anything in regards to repechaje in America. But um, with that said, Chris, thank you so much for coming out. This was fun. Glad you were able to make it. I know we kind of had to leave it last minute whether or not we were going to be able to do this, but glad that it all kind of fell into place. Yeah, man. Time to go cuss at my Raiders if they do the wrong move. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, If you, you follow go. me on, on Twitter, just be ready because I'm going to start getting mad if they draft the one I don't want. <laughs> there you go well we'll leave you to it and uh, to everyone that was out here thank you so much we love interacting with you guys we'll be back next week to talk things all America you guys take care and as always Arriba la America good night everyone ladies and gentlemen this was another production of the Eagle Eye podcast the number one source for all things Club America in English Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.